gasp in the room were heard when this appraisal nightmare story was shared at the Normalist Southern Conference. Homebuyers should look at these things before they make an offer. And the Federal Reserve says no recession is expected, but the housing market? These are your top reverse mortgage news stories for the week of July 31st. You're listening to Heckin' World Weekly, the nation's only weekly podcast for you, the reverse mortgage professional. Appraisal bias has been a topic of much discussion. It's when home values can come out much lower based on individual attributes of the homeowner, such as age or race. Appraisal bias has been top of mind for the federal government. In fact, there have been many policy proposals originated from the White House, Housing and Urban Development, the Federal Housing Administration, and even task forces which have been created by the Biden administration. And incidents of appraisal bias are obviously not limited just to traditional mortgages. After all, a reverse mortgage and traditional mortgage does require an appraisal, reports RMD. However, what is not known are some of the more egregious examples of appraisal bias. And one was shared during Normless Southern meeting in Austin, Texas, by Atlas VMS President Eric Morin and Ellie Johnson, principal of All Reverse Pro. Residential appraisals are to be done in a manner that conforms with standardized methodology, but it does involve the subjective judgment of human beings, the appraiser. And one of the worst cases of appraisal bias was shared during the session in Austin. A black couple in Maryland was looking to get their home appraised, and they received an estimated value much lower than they had expected. They purchased their home in 2017 for $450,000 and also added many modernizations and renovations. They invested in their property. The first appraisal came back with a valuation of $472,000. Considering the home's original purchase price, even a casual observer may find that valuation highly suspect since the home was purchased many years before the pandemic and we know that post-pandemic home values actually exploded across the U.S., in many cases in excess of 40%. The couple suspected biased, and exhausting their remediation options with the lender, they actually hid their family photos and anything that could have indicated their race, and they asked a white neighbor to be present when a second appraisal was conducted. When they got the results of the second valuation, seven months after the first appraisal, the estimated value was $750,000. When this story was recounted during the Normless Southern meeting in Austin, there were audible gasps in the room. Ellie Johnson said, when these examples were talked about, the room was just shocked because I think many people probably went into this thinking that appraisal bias doesn't exist. We even had people say to us that this is not a real thing but we need to drive the point home that yes, it is a real thing. The CFPB or the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau and the U.S. Department of Justice reports RMD stated that lenders, yes, lenders are liable for appraisal discrimination. And that has caused some significant pushback from the Mortgage Bankers Association. And quite frankly, there should be significant pushback from lenders because the federal government itself is the one who mandated the use of appraisal management companies where the lender is detached from the process. Yet, they will be held liable for relying on discriminatory appraisals. How is the lender to know? Home buyers should look at these specific things before they make an offer on the home. That is the advice coming from Nick Thruston, owner of Glen Allen Inspections in Richmond, Virginia. 
The first thing he says to look for is deferred maintenance. After all, these items are likely to require your time and money as the purchaser of the home in coming years. Knowing the specifics of what areas of a home show deferred maintenance can be used to negotiate a lower price. For example, if a home is listed for $450,000 but has approximately $20,000 in deferred maintenance, then the home's true cost would be $470,000 unless a lower price was negotiated. And here are some of the most common areas one should look for in deferred maintenance. On the exterior, flaking paint, rotted boards, buckling siding, broken cement slabs, root damage to driveway, sidewalks, or mow curbs, broken gutters or downspouts. Other items include broken irrigation pipes, malfunctioning water valves or manifolds, missing or recently replaced roof shingles, and any deformities of the roof line, such as a sway and the roof ridge. On the interior, you want to look for signs of water damage on the ceiling, evidence of leaks under the sinks or near toilets and shower fixtures, missing hot water tank straps, unsafe wiring, soft spots in the floor or subfloor, poorly fitting doors that rub against the door jam, moisture trapped inside of double-paned windows, water stains near windowsills, aging condition of the HVAC unit, and is the house properly cooling? And when was the unit last replaced or serviced? Does the temperature feel like what the thermostat is actually displaying? An informal inspection by a potential buyer is no substitute for a professional home inspection, but it can prevent one from wasting time and avoidable repair costs. The Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell said last Wednesday that the central bank staff is no longer forecasting a nationwide economic downturn, or what we call a recession, thus reports Housing Wire. Will the Fed stick a soft landing and find that sweet spot between rising interest rates, lower inflation, and moderate or low unemployment? Only time will tell, and the Fed hasn't always been the best when it comes to making predictions. Does anyone remember transitory inflation? Mortgage rates are expected to remain elevated until inflation moves to a level that is more consistent with the Federal Reserve's mandate, which is a 2% rate of inflation. High mortgage rates triggered by the Fed's policy have caused more sellers to sit on the sidelines given the large differential between the rate that they enjoy on their current home compared to the possible interest rate on any home they may purchase today. That said Marty Green, principal of Polonsky, Battelle and Green, a law firm for residential mortgage lenders. And data from Redfin shows that about 92% of owners have a rate that's below 6% and a record 60% of mortgage holders have lived in their homes four years or less. And that is contributing to the supply shortage because they most likely have even a lower rate. Higher mortgage rates change the trade-up calculation for existing homeowners and are keeping as many as one in seven out of the market because they do not want to give up their existing low rate, said Danielle Hale, chief economist at Realtor.com. And existing home sales dropped a seasonally adjusted annual rate of $4.16 million in June from the previous month, and year-over-year year sales dropped 18.9% from 5.13 million units in June 2022. Hale expects that the number of homes for sale to decline this year and continue to be a damper on home sales. A large swathe of outstanding mortgages has below market rates, and this has led to a restriction in the supply of existing homes for sale, said Ruben Gonzalez, the chief economist at Keller Williams. Today's U.S. housing market is very unhealthy when it comes to the aspect of affordability. We have seen some of the worst home affordability that we have seen in a generation. But the housing market is also frozen or stuck due to a lack of inventory. 
However, that scenario could change very quickly if we see a recession actually come to fruition or unemployment increases substantially. Then a wave of new inventory could trigger a steady decline in home values, which today many markets remain at 30 to 50% above their pre-pandemic pricing. Now, have we seen the last rate hike from the Fed? Perhaps not. In fact, they may be emboldened to continue their rate hikes and contract the money supply. The Fed sounded surprised that we have disinflation factors without a hit to the labor market, which is a positive because they might believe now they don't need job loss recession to help inflation data improve, said Logan Matahashi, lead analyst at Housing Wire. And yes, that data may encourage them to continue rate hikes, as it is the last tool in their arsenal to fight inflation. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Heckam World Weekly, the nation's only weekly podcast for reverse mortgage professionals. Don't forget you can listen and subscribe on iTunes, and we are now also on Spotify, and you can listen on Podbean as well here at HeckamWorld.com. If you're not there already, be sure to go to HeckamWorld.com because this week we're looking at how Americans are essentially broke in which areas of the U.S. may be more receptive to considering a reverse mortgage. We invite you to return next week for more reverse mortgage news on the go.